Welcome back to the Velocity Network podcast. My name is Ollie Henderson, and in today's episode is Velocity CEO Joel Gurevich. Now, since I started working with the members at the Velocity Network Foundation, I keep coming across the same questions and exploring many of the same themes. So I thought it'd be a good idea to address them in this podcast series. So in what I'm describing as our FAQs, our Frequently Asked Questions specials, Draw and I are going to discuss some of those questions and why they matter so much to the future of work. So thanks again for listening. If you've got any questions, do get in touch with myself and Draw, and let's get straight into our conversation. So Draw... There are various digital credentialing platforms out there that have existed for a while and different education institutions and training platforms are pretty familiar with issuing credentials in this way. So what's new here? What's different about Velocity compared to the digital credentialing platforms, which a lot of people will already be aware of? Yeah, well, that's a good question. And to answer this question, we should probably dive into what drives one of the hottest topics in uh, in tech today, which is self-sovereign identity and the revolution behind it. So Velocity Network is an implementation of the design principles and the technological protocols behind this movement to the education uh, and career realm, right? And self-sovereign identity or SSI in short is a term used to describe the digital movement that recognizes an individual should own and control their identity without the intervention of administrative authorities, right? SSI, self-sovereign identity, allows people to interact in the digital world with the same freedom, trust, and, 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 and you know, capacity of trust as they do in the offline world. At the core of, of self-sovereign identity are verifiable credentials, right? Based on a new web standard approved by the W3C back in 2019, verifiable credentials are the digital equivalent of the paper documents we carry and the plastic cards we carry in our wallets. And they are used to uh, prove who we are in the physical world, right? Um, Verifiable credentials are the digital equivalent to those documents and and, and plastic cards that are tamper-proof and cryptographically secured, right? So that it's a replacement to the uh, paper or plastic cards. By the way, governments, surprisingly, are some of the most active proponents of verifiable credentials, right? You see huge projects um, on the go um, by the USA government, uh, Canada, uh, various governments in Europe, uh, especially the UK and the EU, um, as well as uh, Asian governments, all are investing in verifiable credential projects at a surprisingly uh, rapid pace, right? By the way, another example is that many of the world's largest airlines now rely on the verifiable credentials of health and travel records to enable the safe reopening of global travel through a wonderful project called the Yata Travel Pass Initiative. And there are many more uh, uh, examples of of early projects in the space. Now, uh, self-sovereign identity is a big part of Web3. Probably many have heard of this. It's the next generation of digital infrastructure that will change our lives the same way as the first version of web and, and web two 
did, right? In Web3, personal data goes through a dramatic revolution. Instead of living in databases um, of, you know, third-party businesses, data hoarders, uh, data lives in consumer wallets, wrapped in cryptographic proof of its own trustworthiness, right? It's the revolutionary data management paradigm that aligns with the growing concerns from both consumers and regulators with data privacy, following the cascade of uh, privacy scandals that have uh, come to light uh, recently. Um, you know, in this next version of the internet that has been currently worked on, um, people will own their private data and decide who can access it rather than big tech companies that currently hoard and monetize it in many cases without the individual having any say about it. Um, and these proprietary entities have also, you know, proved they cannot be trusted. So, you know, it's a big deal and a big change. Uh, when you use a credentialing platform, one of the legacy incumbents to issue credentials and certificates to your constituents, be it, um, you know, students or practitioners, the data is stored on the credentialing platform database, right? When the individual is presenting this credential across a few use cases that, 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 that is in play, they essentially sharing the back to the credentialing platform database as the source of truth, right? There are three issues with that. The first one is trust, right? The relying parties that receive uh, the credential link from the individual need to trust the credentialing platform as the source of truth. So there's an intermediary between the primary source, which is the original issuer, that is obviously trusted as, as the authority and the source of truth and the relying party. And that intermediary is the credentialing platform. This is not a trivial thing when it comes to compliance. With verifiable credentials and self-sovereign identity that are exchanged via the Velocity Network protocol and utility layer, those relying party need only to trust a well proven cryptography that assures the credentials um, that were issued by the primary source is tamper-proof and secured rather than trusting a middleman, right? So that's the first thing, trust. The second thing is agency, right? The individual is completely depending in the current credentialing platform um, landscape for you know, her most precious career assets, right? Her credential. If the credentialing platform vendor goes out of business, the credentials are gone. If they decide suddenly to charge the individual for presenting her credentials, the individual is completely locked in, right? They, they have nothing they can do about it. So that's, that's a big deal as well. And in the self-sovereign framework or the verifiable credential framework, once the credential has been issued to the individual, the individual owns the credential. The credential never phones home to the um, um, original issuer to verify. It's verified through cryptography. 
So there's full agency of individual um, on their precious career record, right? So that's, that's a fantastic thing. And the third uh, element is privacy. And privacy has taken the front seat in, in the last few years. And the credentialing platform is holding personal data. And they are also made aware each time the individual presents this data, the credentials, um, and a reliant party is interested in verifying those credentials because the link tracks back to the credentialing platform database. This is never good, right? And in the context of the job market where discretion is sometimes necessary, this becomes a big issue. So we had um, trust and compliance, we had agency and privacy, right? But I believe credentialing platforms are here to stay, right? They provide um, um, great user experience for, um, for the issuer, right? When it comes to managing credentials, uh, issuing credentials, uh, implementing policies and processes, and issuers will want to continue using these type of platforms. But as the lossing error becomes the standard interoperability layer for the exchange of self-sovereign, verifiable career and education credentials across the labor market, the natural evolution for these platforms is to implement the network protocols as the conduit to issuing the credentials to the individual. And by that, aligning with that revolution and aligning with the entire market that is going through that revolution, the entire label market. So that was Joel Gurevich, the CEO of the Velocity Network Foundation. I hope you found that useful. If you did, then please let us know. It's always great to hear some feedback. And do let us know if you've got any questions you'd like to add to these FAQ specials. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you here again soon.